are the the typical experiences our everyday ego mind our identification with the roles the things that we do is really known in every spiritual tradition and it's given different names in the christian tradition we talk about the holy spirit in eastern traditions it might be called chi or kundalini in middle eastern in the hebrew tradition the shekinah so this power of illumination, this power of the infinite to reveal to the ordinary mind what we can experience and the fullness of that beyond the, the limitations of body and mind, that's what we're talking about. Kundalini and, and this power of consciousness in many ways is seen as the power that illumines the path that is of her own creation the path to coming to know who and what we are. Uh, Kundalini in the ancient yogic text was known as the mother of all yogas. Yogic paths were paths for going beyond the ordinary mind to experience unity consciousness, but that all of them had their origin in Kundalini and in the unfolding of Kundalini. So that power and sort of what was known as her grace was sought by adepts, mystics, seekers of all different traditions, of all different paths, of all different forms of yoga. To understand why one would want to awaken kundalini and what its importance is, it's good to step back and take a large view of what is the soul's journey across lifetimes. Because in the Eastern traditions, the importance of kundalini awakening and the deep understanding of its value is in that context of how does the soul evolve across many different lifetimes? What's that process of evolution? What is the soul learning across lifetimes? And one way of understanding that is to take the form of a circle and imagine that cycle as the soul's journey across these numerous lifetimes. One way of looking at it is to break that circle into two sections. One is called sovereignty. And the sovereignty cycle, part of the cycle, is where the soul is going out, taking on forms, uh, exploring what it is to be an individualized consciousness, to go through all the many countless incarnations, learning from each one of them, having the experience of all the different things that we can encounter in life. The second half of the journey is called nivriti, um, and it's the shedding of forms. It's the release, it's the letting go. There comes a point in between savriti and nivriti, uh, between the taking on of forms, the exploration of what it is to become that individualized consciousness, and that shedding of those forms, where in a sense the soul goes, we've learned enough. We've been through the countless cycles of birth and death. We've learned so many things through that. But in a sense, the the soul is intuiting that there's much more to life. There's much more to who and what we are than living within the confines of a mind, of a body, the confines of a role, the confines of identifying with being a, a man or a woman, being young or old, all those different things. We begin to intuit that there was that original experience of being connected with the infinite uh, and that we have access to that. That 
time in the soul's journey between going out, taking on forms, and returning, shedding forms, is in a sense the time of awakening. It's the time that summons that innate knowledge to come back. It's the time for kundalini awakening. It's time for the descent of grace. It's time for Holy Spirit to become active in that person's life. Uh, It's time for chi to become active in a whole other way. It's the time for transformation, revelation. And so kundalini is often known as that, the power of revelation, the power of transformation. It reveals our already innate unity with the infinite. It transforms all the different structures of mind and body so that we can know and participate in that unity consciousness in a moment-by-moment, day-by-day manner.